Hey everybody, I'm Jay Seculo. I'm Jordan Seculo. And we are sitting in for our friend Sean Hannity. I am the Chief Counsel of the American Center for Law and Justice. I'm the Executive Director of the ACLJ. I also oversee ACLJ Action. We've got a lot to discuss today. There's a lot of news breaking, uh, including Supreme Court action as it relates to Title 42 with the immigration crisis on the border. You know, every town now is a border town. Every city is a border city. And the problem is the Biden administration wanted to let expire what's called Title 42, which was at least utilized to try to control an out-of-control situation. Uh, the problem is the Title 42 was set to expire by the Biden administration uh, today. And the governors and the attorney generals of Arizona, Texas, and others of the states, especially those directly on the border, have gone to federal court. They were not successful in the lower courts, but they asked the Chief Justice of the United States, John Roberts, to stay. That means to issue a stay, stop uh, the proceedings so that 42, Title 42 can stay in place while the court reviews. Now, they have until 5 o'clock, the Department of Justice and groups like the ACLU, to respond. But I think, Dad, what is clear here is, is all your work before the Supreme Court. This could, Title 42 could end tonight. Oh, certainly. I mean, there's, there's no guarantee. Well, listen, I probably have done a dozen or two dozen stays before the Supreme Court of the United States on very high-profile cases. What the court did was say, look, we're going to take a look at this. We want the We got the brief from the states. We want the brief from the federal government. Then we're going to review it. Now, that review could just take place by John Roberts himself. He issued the stay, but he could very well say, I want the whole court to review it. It could stay into place for a couple of days. He could say, I've looked at it, and I don't want the stay to stay in place at all, and it could be over with uh, tonight. Now, re reality to me, and I've done these before, is I think this is going to take a couple of days. I think he's going to refer this to the entire court. Jordan mentioned the American Civil Liberties Union. You know, they used to be the champions of free speech. That's how they market themselves. Jordan and I head up the American Center for Law and Justice. If you need information or like information about what we do, which is to counter those moves like the ACLU and others that may, they make, I encourage you to go to aclj.org. That's our website, aclj.org. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter, Trish Social, at Jay Sekulow, at Jordan Sekulow. But the ACLU is a plaintiff. They're a party to this case, actually. Uh, so it's a very unusual situation. You got the states on one side, federal government on the other side, and some non-governmental organizations like the ACLU on that side. So it's a showdown at the Supreme Court. There is no doubt about it. Absolutely. And we know the ramifications of this are huge. I mean, if Title 42 uh, goes, and that is no longer a tool that can be used by the federal government, we're talking about tens of thousands of new illegal immigrants uh, even a day. They're talking about numbers going from three to 7,000 in a day. Yeah, I mean, you got the, the mayor of New York City, Mayor Adams, is saying we can't handle it. If it goes up 1,000 a week in New York, that New Yorkers are going to not get services they're used to. Something else that I think is pretty interesting here. The government, through our budgeting process and through when the Democrats were controlling both chambers, the House and the Senate, and, of course, the White House, they decided that they were going to get 87,000 new IRS agents. Now, listen, I my first job out of law school was with Chief Counsel's Office of the Internal Revenue Service. My client was the IRS. I was a Department of Treasury lawyer. I litigated on behalf of the IRS. We filed one of the big, well, the biggest lawsuit against the IRS when they targeted conservative organizations and Tea Party organizations uh, about five years, six years ago. and we went to federal court. We won. We got an injunction. We got damages for our client. But the idea that you're going to expand the IRS by 87,000 agents to basically go after me and you and everybody else that's listening to this broadcast right now, rather than putting the resources necessary to protect our border, and you got the Biden administration in total denial 
about the problem at the border. At least they say they're in denial. But they're in denial about the border, but they want to spend billions of dollars to increase a dysfunctional agency called the Internal Revenue Service, an institution that I've said often, I will say it again, is institutionally incapable of self-correcting. So we're going to really get into some of the, these issues today, what we think should be done. Uh, I think we're going to hear from members of Congress that have got some solutions to this that we can now actually see go, go through. I'm also going to tell you this. Uh, the January 6th committee issued their report yesterday. I read it cover to cover, including the 50 pages of footnotes. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the broadcast as well. I will just tell you this, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. What happened on January 6th was a horrible situation. Terrible. But to make a federal criminal case based on the allegations contained in that January 6th report, remember, the Department of Justice can't rely on hearsay. They can't rely on evidence that would be excluded in a court of law. It's a whole different paradigm. It's a whole different burden of proof and standard that would be implemented. Yes, yeah, so let me tell you a little bit about the show today. Congresswoman Claudia Tinney is going to be joining us first, and she's got uh, proposed legislation to take that money that was going that $80 billion for those 87,000 new IRS agents to go after middle-class Americans, and take that and reappropriate it to the Border Patrol. So we have more Border Patrol agents, and they have more resources. We, we've got uh, Senator Bill Haggerty. On fentanyl, which is something like we talked about, every city being well, a, a border city, and we've added this impact. It doesn't every matter family if you're America. rich or poor, urban or live out in the country. Fentanyl is affecting every family across the country. So many lives lost already. And then Secretary Mike Pompeo is going to be on Congressman Jim Jordan about his new investigations when the House uh, Republicans take back the House this uh, next month, and Rick Rennell former acting director of national intelligence. So a packed show today. Yeah. going to hit a lot of topics. I'm going to tell you, there's some topics we're going to hit too. You, you need to stay tuned for folks. I mean, you had, you had the, you had the department of justice issuing subpoenas and, 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 and discovery documents on Google and some of the other uh, big tech companies against senior staff, senior staff on the intelligence committee. Guess when during the famous, Mueller investigation. So while you had the executive branch of government, which is where the Department of Justice sits, going after the legislative branch of government, we're supposed to have separation of powers in this country, and then you had the courts overseeing it, you, you, you got in play all three, all three of the branches of government. Now, Jordan and I know a little bit about all of this because we served as counsel to the former president during both the Mueller investigation and the Ukraine's in, and the impeachment issues. So I handled a lot of these cases uh, as the president's lawyer. We'll also be taking some calls at 1-800-941-7326. That's 800-941-SEAN. But, folks, you look at what's going on in the country right now, and you say to yourself, we, it, it's like a timeout. Yep. Everybody needs to catch their breath here because things are moving at unbelievable pace, and the abuse that's taking place within the government itself is scary. It, it, the problem is... These institutions, we talk about the IRS, we talk about the Department of Justice. I mean, the FBI was basically running Twitter. I mean, the, the reports that have come out on the on Twitter is basically Jim Baker, who was the FBI general counsel under James Comey, ends up as the associate or deputy general counsel for Twitter. Elon Musk fired him, by the way, because a guy named Jim was blocking the disclosures of what was actually happening when Elon was trying to get the information out about putting the thumb on the scale when Twitter was putting the thumb on the scale against conservatives. And there was a guy named Jim blocking it and finally somebody said who is this guy jim oh, jim he was the former deputy uh, he was former general counsel of the uh, fbi for james comey and then served 
this is on you can't make this stuff up folks as the deputy general counsel for twitter and now we found out today that there's not one or two fbi agents there it's like they brought over a branch of the bureau yeah and we were wondering why in some of these disclosures they were talking about classified information and we figured out well they brought over a lot of people with security clearances yes because so they were acting like an agent of the federal government in fact the fbi was treating them like they were part of the that they were some kind of a part of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. If you see the emails, they're like instructing the Twitter staff, we have a call. Don't miss it. Here's the list of people. And they were just normal folks, not like blue checkmark folks. And they say, these are the people we want info on, or maybe you should take down their accounts. By the way, do you have location info on their accounts? Yeah, so they can because find we out. we need to visit them. Yeah, we need to visit. So the FBI is working with Twitter to expire on Americans. And these are people that had, as Jordan said, security clearance by the way talking about the irs we have a documentary we put together at aclj films if you just go to acljfilms.com it's available for free it's called targeting us and us is you period s period and it's about the irs and the abuse of the irs and again i encourage you to go to acljfilms.com so we've got a lot we have a jam-packed program ahead i do want to say this as we get ready to uh, take a break here in a moment if you want to get more information about the work that Jordan and I do, I encourage you to go to aclj.org. You can also follow us, of course, on Facebook, Rumble, uh, wherever your social media, at Jordan Seculo, at Jay Seculo. And the ACLJ, American Center for Law and Justice, is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that operates and exists because people like you empower us through donations and support to the ACLJ. It's tax deductible to go ahead and fight the IRS, go after the Department of Justice when there's abuse, protecting you. We have a government accountability project at the ACLJ, and we encourage you to do that. Yeah, and defend your constitutional rights, whether it's your religious liberty, your freedom of speech, which we see now is under attack, speech being under attack from the left so aggressively. So if, if you are interested, support our work at aclj.org. We actually have a matching challenge this month. You can double the impact of your donation at aclj.org. It's a great time. If you do know who we are, I think a lot of you do know the Seculo name uh, from the work we've done either with Sean or with uh, President Trump or against the IRS and the targeting of the Tea Party. goes way back. Support us today. aclj.org. You can make that year-end donation and double the impact of your donation. All right, we've got a lot more ahead. We've got uh, Congresswoman uh, Tenney coming up. You're not going to want to miss it. Be back with more in just a moment. 